Hello. Hello, Nancy. Yes. Hey, this is Daniel Ott from the Edge Broadcast. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm better than I deserve. How about yourself? Uh, I'm sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nancy Redstar, welcome to the Edge Broadcast. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, whereabouts in the country are you? I'm up in northern New Mexico in a place called Taos County. Okay. And uh, I don't want to, you know, I'm... I may not say the right thing politically or whatever. I mean, is, is that a reservation? Just asking. No. Well, there is a re- there is a um, a reservation here, um, which is a pueblo, uh, the thirteen northern pueblos, and the one here is called Taos Pueblo, mm-hmm. 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 the Red Willow people. Red Willow people. Why is that? Well, the Red Willow grows all around the pueblo. And um, it's a revered plant because of the medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. Medicinal, are there uh, uh, psychological uh, uh, things? I mean, do, do they enhance your... Uh, well, that's where they got aspirin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Did not know, did not know. Well, yeah. okay, so you are involved with Star Ancestor Films. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I'm finishing it, actually. I've been working on it since 2005, and um, a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, we're just gearing it up. We're just in the sweetening process now. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. And, um, yes, it's a very unusual film. There's been nothing anywhere near like it. Okay, Um, what is is the film, what's the film about? It's interviews with indigenous people from all over the world, various, mostly American Indian, but then I have people from Central America, Mayan, Aboriginal from Australia. Um, I, I predominantly wanted to keep it mostly American Indian. And in the beginning, it was very hard because this subject has been kept close to the sleeve or glove, you know, because everything else that was let go was taken. So it would took a long time to really be able to get the information I needed. And I had to go down to Central America because I, in the beginning, I just I had a real hard time getting it here. And I did several interviews down there and then came back up here and was able to put together two books, which my film is based on my books but it really is different because i go back to afghanistan and iraq and sumaria mm-hmm. um and jim mars is in it nice. and um because the subject couldn't really be completely covered if i didn't do that mm. and the, the subject being uh star ancestors Ain- yeah, ancient astronauts and indigenous people basically is is what it is with a couple mm-hmm. scholars in there mm-hmm. who are not indigenous, only two. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that's related to the building of the culture, the traditions, the prophecies, the instructions of how to take care of the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you are you saying that that these ancestors gave instructions to humans on how to take care of the planet? Yeah, well, a lot of people don't don't mm-hmm. know that the word Anunnaki is Algonquin. It's an Indian mm-hmm. word. 
Mm-hmm. The roots of it are in American or Indian, Algonquin Indian, which is on the East Coast. So yes, they're re- they're we are related to them, and a lot of people really don't know where Indians really migrated from. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Grand Canyon tells us a lot about that mm-hmm. when they came out of the Fourth World into this world, and now we're in the process of going from the fourth world into the fifth world. It's not the end of the world, it's the beginning of a of creation of a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are uh, petroglyphs and cave drawings the same thing? Petroglyphs and cave drawings? Pretty much, pretty much, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of depends on, for instance, I have a, a painting, I have an Aboriginal woman in my film who did a painting of a cave drawing with a craft with with an ancient technology on it in it mm-hmm. and that that particular cave drawing is 50,000 years old and uh, what about cave drawings for earlier humans so say like the Neanderthals were they getting the same message Neanderthals no 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 Neanderthals are very aggressive very aggressive and pretty much dominated many other, um, like Homo erectus. They may have even mated and created a new species, the two of them. But Neanderthals have a very aggressive nature. They're very uh, warlike. They were very warlike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, had encounters with other species that were less, more human and and less aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in the messages to uh, Native Americans, uh, did did those messages stop? Or are they still coming? Well, the messages are still coming, but in a different way. Because one of the things that really frightened the Spanish, particularly in this part of the country when they came up here. For instance, you have you have the Hopi who did the, the snake rattle dance. And um, those kind of things really, well, you know, the Spanish were uh, Catholic and came from a, a different culture um, with different beliefs mm-hmm. and were frightened, really, by some of the medicine that and abilities of American Indians at that time when they came here. One of the gentlemen who is in the film, whose grandfather was high in the medicine, you know, what they call him headman of the Kiva, said that uh, his grandfather told him that in the old, old days, that when they went in the Kiva, um, they would exit the Kiva on light and go out into space and come back. That's why they always say wow. that it, Indians keep moccasins under their pillows so they know where their bed is. <laughs> okay. So, but presently, uh, <clears throat> okay, so the messages that I, that I see, for instance, the cave drawings and the petroglyphs, and, and I, I would imagine there were maybe some voicings. I don't know. What other, what all forms of communications did these ancestors use Some of the petroglyphs were foretellings of the time we're in right now. So they were left as messages for what we're enduring right now because their relationship was closer 
to being able to receive information of the uh, changes, you know, the, the cycles. For instance, with the Maya, they have certain, they're able to, they're able to deduct and collaborate cycles of days, months, weeks, even years, but they can't see into the future or they can't see, you know, way back in the past mm -hmm. that they weren't living in. And what they say, they call, they call these beings the Maksuls, and that the Maksuls have the ability to tr not only traverse the universe, but that they also know what's coming in the future. They know the cycles that are ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to find a medicine person nowadays. You can't, because they're gone. There aren't any, really. Um, there are some here, you could call them a kasiki. A kasiki is a person who can press organs and move things around for you and do healings, but a medicine person can heal a broken bone. Or, for instance, I served a woman on Taos Pueblo who was 104, never been to a doctor ever, broke her leg once and fixed it herself with a wild flower that grows here. And she told me that her dad, who was the medicine man, not only for here, but they would get in the buggy and go down to Colorado to treat people, you know, because the Utes are over there, mm -hmm. and even to treat Hispanic people. She told me that he had a rock um, that was not a shiny rock, but a black rock that he could put on somebody's organ where the pain was or where the infliction was, and that he could see right into the body through the rock. So it was wow. like a x-ray machine. Mm -hmm. And I, well, I know I served her when she treated other people, and I remember one of the times I was serving her, which means I would hold things for her, I would stand near her. If she needed anything, you know, I would get it for her. But she did all the, the medicine, mm -hmm. because obviously I, I was not knowledgeable on that, but I was studying under her. I was apprenticing under her. And... Um, I, I watched her pull an emphysema out of someone's lung, you know, through herbs and prayers and mm -hmm. a certain medicine that she used, mm -hmm. that I use now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, those medicines still exist. Very few people collect them or know where they are anymore. Mm. Sounds like they so go to the, the white doctors. I mean, the witch doctors. <laughs> yeah, I call them that. <laughs> I call them Frankenstein's. Uh, they're always down in some laboratory cooking something up, man, that you don't want to take. Um, exactly. I mean, it's not really, it's not medicine, because doctors don't know how to heal, cure anything. They just know how to distribute, you know, pharmacia. And pharmacia is a Latin word or Greek word. In Latin, when you translate it, it means occult sorcery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds So about that's right. the name of every pharmacy, you know, people go in to get drugs. Pharmacia, pharmacy. It's occult mm -hmm. sorcery. It, it it's it's not medicine. Mm. So the, the medicine man, uh, you say they're they're a, sort of a dying breed now. Well, they're mostly all gone. Now, it, is that? It's very very hard to find anybody who can who can. First of all, medicine people are usually quite old, older, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you you get to that point by a certain amount of years, but. Mm -hmm. um, they just don't exist because there's no one to study with. Right. You know, you could be gifted, you could receive it through family lineage, but it's still a process of learning, mm -hmm. and there's no one teaching. Let me ask you something, Nancy. Um, 
if you uh, uh, were given a few thousand acres of land or maybe a whole state, let's just say, let's just say that a whole state was given to Native American, Native Americans, and to do whatever they want and completely to be able to be completely cut off from any connection with the government or anything. It was it almost like it was your country. Would American Indians, Native American Indians, would they want to recreate the past of the way they used to be? That is, in, uh, develop medicine men and, and try to find the herbs that were, and information that was lost or would they always or is it is it that kind of thing wishful thinking and and the majority would never go back to say i don't want to say tp living but you know to a more authentic natural type of way of life well i mean i i do know a couple of medicine people who uh, are in south dakota and um they are able to maintain their rituals every day and they are doing it and i've seen i've seen how this one particular man who is a yeska which is a a, a oglala word for um or singatu actually singatu being rosebud um for treating the community you know, he is like a spiritual leader of mm-hmm. the community, mm-hmm. but not one of those chiefs that, you know, <laughs> is on the circuit. Mm-hmm. Well, he my, my, stays, my, stays right where he is to well, serve his community. Yeah, now I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about uh, a medicine man or healing. I'm talking about in, in general, is there a longing deep in the soul and the spirit of the Native Americans to return to a way of life? I think so. I think so, but it's it's not within. It's not realistic at this time. Yeah. I mean, the pueblo is is closed. It's been closed for a year. You can't even go on it. Mm-hmm. All the pueblos are closed, pretty much. There's a few that are open, but so. And why why is that? Nobody's because of COVID. They're still closed. They're still locked down. And that's a very good question. Why is it? Because, you know, most of the people who live there, a lot of people are artists, and how they make their income and how they survive is through setting up their, they've got their gallery stores and everything on the Pueblo. Well, those are closed, and there's no tourists, and it's you can't go on. It's still locked from last March, so that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Chief Dan George in the movie Outlaw Josie Wells saying that said that uh, just just reminded me said he he said the uh, the the white man has been sneaking up on the Indians for a long time and it sounds to me like the white man and in this case the white government of the United States is sneaking up on the Indians again they just won't stop well they want the they want the land because what happened is most of the reservations are rich in minerals and oils and you know they want that so mm-hmm. they've gone a lot of reser- a lot of tribes have gone into business with the oil companies which is mm-hmm. unfortunate mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and are when you have a a nepotistic group at the top the same people get you know get put in the same place it's like we can't get rid of the people in washington well it's right. the same thing on on the reservation, which actually is under renegade law, it's a prisoner of war camp. It has, it is not 
a free and sovereign nation, mm. as far as it goes. It mm. is not. Mm-hmm. Mm. But a lot of people like to think that it's a sovereign nation, but it isn't. It's under renegade law. All right, we have uh, people watching the show, and they're sending in questions. So let's get you through a couple questions here. Uh, Doreen out of live chat says, uh, Nancy, do you have any information on Planet X? No. All right, let's go to the next question. Put Yahweh first uh, ask, uh, Nancy, did Cherokee have, does, do, do the Cherokee have any relation to the Paleo-Hebrews? You know, that, no, because actually, basically, we're Arabic. You see, my, my name in my language is a Samarian word. And a lot of people think that it, Cherokees wore turbans because Queen Elizabeth said how good they look on us mm. when they visited her. But no, um, Cherokees are Arabic people, and Sequoia didn't create that alphabet. He, he determined what those letters were, but he did not create that alphabet. That mm-hmm. was already created in an, in an older language, mm-hmm. so the, in an ancient language. So the star, the star ancestors um, uh, communicated with uh, early civilizations. Wouldn't they have known, though, through that communication, that later, say, in this time and day and age, that the American or the Native Americans would be a decimated people and under subjugation by a criminal government? Not necessarily. You know, the first treaty that American Indians at one time were 52 nations strong, all of them together, all of them got along. They were spread all over the country and were nomadic people, too. And the first treaty that was ever signed was in 480 A.D., and that was signed here in the United States on, on Turtle, Turtle Island, which is actually is the, the mother load, you know. It's the mother culture going all the way down to the Maya because the Dakota language is similar to the Peruvian language. Everything is really to be, all the roots are to be found within the languages. So if you know, I'm not a, I'm not a good, gifted with languages, but some people are. And they, they know the derivatives of some of the, the words, the roots of where they came from. Mm-hmm. Like my, my name in my language is a Samarian word. And I was told that by the Cherokee people, you know, where I got, where they gave me the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, and that's why they found so many Egyptian artifacts in the Grand Canyon. All of what they found down in there was all Egyptian and Buddhist, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big, big fat cover-up right there from this government here. Uh, earlier, you yeah, mentioned, yeah, and also that's how they created the Federal Reserve because they took all that gold out of there and they melted it down, and that was some of the gold that went into the Federal Reserve Act for creating the Federal Reserve. They stole it. Go figure. Um, <laughs> uh, how do you pronounce the your name at NV slash? Hyphen, or Nivia. Oh, Ni- Nivia. That's part of my entire name, which I don't, I don't publicize it because nobody could pronounce it anyway, and it's just not something I only use the first couple words. Okay. 
<clears throat> okay. Uh, earlier you mentioned there was a healing of a leg, and you mentioned uh, some wildflower. Do you know what that flower was? Yes, it's, um, uh, what is it called? Um, it'll come to me. That's I, okay. It's okay. No pressure. Paintbrush. Paintbrush. Yeah, it's that paintbrush. It's an orangish, orangish. You, mm. you create a poultice. I have an herb farm, and I make a lot of my own medicine. Nice. For instance, I got, I, I got one of those Bill Gates ticks, you know, from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Lyme tick. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never saw any ticks here, and then I got bit twice on the same arm in two different summers, and it 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 really can kill you. Mm. And I I I treated it myself and got rid of it. Only have a little bit in my knee, but that is a bioweapon they created and released into the public. Mm-hmm. The Lyme tick. It's it's really debilitating. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. Really debi- yeah. Um, so I anyway I make a lot of my own, I make all my own medicine. Nice, nice. Kaleido Gold, Kaleido. Uh oh. What did we got here? We had a phone disconnect here. Let's call her back. <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, Bill Gates was listening. Yeah. When you mentioned his I, his tick. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I've had the word. I've, I've been playing word games with YouTube. I got banned a couple times, and there's two words you can't put together, and uh, one is a, a election, the other one is S T O L E N, or uh, C O V I D is a H O A X. And <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing sure word. <laughs> I've been playing word games with YouTube, and uh, I'm, I've been thwarting their algorithms um nancy got a question from our moderator jade is moderating our chat we're streaming on our youtube channel and off right off our website but and both of those have chats and both of those chats are combined they're actually really one chat okay uh, i did want to say one thing before um about this word koyanaskatsi oh, okay go ahead a hopey word okay it's being kind of mistranslated okay what it actually means is a way of living that by its very nature demands another way of life. Well, I like that. Tell, 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 give, give me that again. It means, Koyaanisqatsi really means, it's not a world out of balance, okay? But what it means is a way of living that by its very nature demands another way of life. Mm. Wow. That's really profound, Nancy. I really am going to look into that one. Um, let's get to this question. It is from our, our, our moderator, Jade. I was okay. moderating the chat. She says, uh, do you have any stories about the Skinwalker Ranch? You know, I, no, I, I don't know anything about it. And I made the mistake of they asked me that on the Travel Channel, and I wish I had never answered it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. I, You know, I, I'm trying to stay on the blessing side of things. Mm-hmm. And I don't get into the skinwalkers or, I mean, I have a lot of Diné friends and I have Diné people in my film, but what I tried to deliver in is the prophecy that was given to them by the corn pollen deities and stay away from the boogeyman and the haunted mm-hmm. house and Dracula and all that stuff no, because no. we're getting that 24 seven. I, I guess we won't, I guess we won't be talking about the dog man either. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so well, 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 wait, 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 wait. Um, so you want to stay on the blessing side of things? I understand that. Um, I mean, there are there are skin workers. I mean, I've had I've had very old people, Dene people, t- tell me about it. Um, but I didn't delve into it because that's not what my mission is. My mm-hmm. mission is to bring to to dissuade the fear that Madison Avenue has created around this subject and all the lies that has been mm-hmm. created mm-hmm. around this subject, and to just bestow the gifts of creation, mm-hmm. which is where the blessings lie and where these beings thrive, you know, mm-hmm. they thrive in beauty. They mm-hmm. don't thrive in fear. Mm-hmm. And so you have a whole host of, I uh, mean, you know, it's one of the most popular, used to be, aside from pornography, one of the most popular subjects on the Internet. Um, now, it, I don't know, because I stay as far away from it as I can because I don't want it to pollute my intention you know, I don't do the conferences, I don't go to them, I don't listen to anything that's going on out there with that because I know that most of it is what, smoke and mirrors. What, what, is, what, is the, what is the positive message you want to deliver? Well, that, that, that a lot of people think it's the end times or the end of the world or we're definitely in a period that is unpleasant. I mean, everybody can just about attest to that. Mm-hmm. but that we are moving into another creation. And so we will have to, we're moving into a higher creation, a higher dimension. And how many people will actually be able to arrive at that point? I don't know. Um, it takes a certain certain sensitivity to be able to see the game plan, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as much as you can. And not get caught up in the moment of the hysteria, because once you get addicted to that fear and that hysteria and that topic and that subject, then you waste a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I understand that. Um, you know, so I'm just trying to bestow the blessings that they have given to this planet, and I, I'm not into the fear propaganda about them being this or the Anunnaki were bad. They weren't bad. The Anunnaki were not bad. Mm. And as I said, Anunnaki is an Algonquin word. Mm-hmm. All right, it's an the... American Indian word. <laughs> okay. I have this question from Rose. So, Nancy, how do you find out if you have Native American ancestry in you? I believe I may be related to someone who is a Native American. Well, I had to go, I had to get it documented through through my family going back into the 1800s. I did not try to go into the Cherokee Nation because my great-aunt is Bonnie Parker, the bank robber. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, the misconceptions about Bonnie Parker is, is that they were, they were, it was about the Federal Reserve Act and the taking of the gold. That's why they did what they did. They robbed the banks to try to give the money to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, Hollywood has a way of twisting history. But my great-aunt is Elizabeth Bonnie Parker, the bank robber. Mm-hmm. And what she was doing was fighting the Federal Reserve Act, the taking of the gold, and everything that happened with Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were people that were fighting it. Now, the guy she was with was more of a criminal, but she was a poet. Okay. All right. Uh, Nancy, we have this question from Australian Ben, a previous guest. says, uh, Nancy, is it true... Medicine men diagnose illness through 
feeling vibrations in the sick. Is this similar to healers who see energy realms? You know, I know there's different different people work in different ways. Like I was telling you about um, the woman that I apprenticed for six years who lived to be 104. She lived with no running water, no heat, no electricity, mm -hmm. and she called the TV the shadow. And her father was a medicine man. She didn't want that responsibility. She mm -hmm. told him, no, I don't want the rock. Take it with you when you go because I can't do this. But she apprenticed him during his time. Now, I know, I know another man who heals people who works with spirits that travel for him and go look at the body mm -hmm. and then come back in the ceremony and tell him what they see. And then from that, that ability to see the illness, then the person knows, the medicine person who received that information knows how to diagnose it and treat it with herbs. Mm -hmm. um, in our background now is just a basic picture. It's a Native American woman who is uh, calling to a, probably an ancestor who is in the clouds. There are, seems like there are a lot of drawings like that where uh, an ancestor, a Native American ancestor is in the clouds in sort of a spirit form looking down uh, do you see things that way as well, that there are ancestors that are watching sort of uh, your In life? In the clouds. Yeah. yeah, well, the the, the um, Ubame, who is the woman that I served, said that the Kachinas were in the clouds. And I remember I found this rock once. We were out, out in the mesa, and we were looking for something, and I, I looked down, and I saw this rock, and it had all this writing on it. It had, like... And I picked it up and I showed it to Susanna, and she said that came out of the clouds and it came out for you. Mm. So things do come out of the clouds. Information uh, and objects and you know they say fish came out of the clouds at one time. I don't remember the thing how it rained fish. Now I have seen that. Uh, I remember driving down the road one time and in a place where there's no rivers or no lakes or anything after a rainstorm and this field had fish in it. Wow. You could, you could see them flopping around in there. Wow. Well, now there's a blessing right there. So, I mean, I, I've seen a couple things. See, there you go. So I've seen a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. That's unusual because mm -hmm. you don't get to, you know, it's very rare, <laughs> very rare. Um, now, uh, in in the in in the Bible, there's actually a couple references that have to do with clouds. One says that uh, uh, that Jesus will come in the clouds, and then another one says he he sitteth upon a cloud. So that gives credence to what you're saying about people actually can reside on clouds. Some people say they've actually taken pictures of cities in the clouds. Yeah, I believe that. I believe there are cities in the clouds that are. They're interdimensional, so you can't see them like the third dimension. But the, it, they say that those cities, what they say is that after the earth goes through the cleansing, like we're not there yet, okay? We're in the mm -hmm. midst of the whole. But when it, it cleans itself, then the new world begins, and the remnants that were in the fourth world will be 
in the fifth world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people aren't going to make it to the fifth world because as we see right now, we're losing a lot of people. Mm. And we will lose more as a result of of what comes up, mm. what's coming uh, it, it just, by by it, man, not yeah. by not by anything. Well, else it, other it, than it was man. just it, it was just sent to me that the, the, one of the scripture references there in Revelation it says, "Behold, he cometh with clouds." So now, if clouds cloud to me, this he if he's coming with clouds, there's another place he's coming with a great army. So I'm wondering if the clouds there is a reference to to people who have ascended to, to heaven. All right, so here's a question from Azur. It says, uh, uh, Nancy, what's your opinion of the Nazca lines? Excuse me, I'm coughing. Oh, you okay? Hey, you, you need some water there? Take your time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get some water here. I've got it right here. Hold on. Okay, no problem. And for those of you watching the program, we have with us tonight Nancy Redstar. If you have a question for Nancy, just put it in the live chat either on YouTube or on the website, or you can click on the button at the top of our link on our website. It says guest question. They'll all come to us, and we'll get them over to Nancy as we can. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So we're talking about, do you know anything about the Nazca lines? Well, I, I, I do know. You know, I did interview... Um, Gosh, it was a top-secret Navy commander, Graham Bethune. Did you ever know him? No. Graham Eve Bethune? Wonderful no. guy. He was mm -hmm. in the Disclosure Project, but I, I did a book. I went back into the Disclosure Project because my oh, yeah? cousin was in that. Wow. And also I did a book with a man who was also a radar specialist, and he was in that. And um, he discovered the Nazca Lines. This Navy, top-secret Navy commander, he was the first one to fly over him. I mean, other people who lived there knew. Mm -hmm. But as far as seeing them from above, yeah. Wow. All right, we he, have he this. passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. All right. Doreen says, Nancy, are American Indians suffering from COVID? Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, they're very isolated. Well, how's it, getting over, how's it getting over there if, if they're isolated? They're still locked down on the Pueblo. You can't go on there, you know. They're not allowing anyone other than the Pueblo people to go in and out. And, um, and so I would consider that to be too long. <laughs> are, are, it's not necessary now. Are a lot of folks you know uh, uh, anticipating getting the vaccine? Unfortunately, yes. Are you for or against the VAC? But it's not even that. It's I mean, if you go to the website, it says this is not a VAC. Uh, to, uh, to one of them, mm -hmm. it right. says it's a operating system. You're right. Yes, it does. And that's what it is. It's not a vaccine. All the doctors from all over the world, I mean, I'm a member of Robert F. Kennedy's CHD. I've known him for a long time, mm -hmm. and uh, um, you know he's he's doing a lot of good work. Clearly, you you yourself is from what I gather, from what I'm getting. Uh, you don't you're not expecting to take it? No, I'm not taking it. Mm. It's experimental. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, uh, the the bear who does our bear report on our program uh, every week uh, mm -hmm. asks this question it says uh, Nancy did Native, Native American Indians ever encounter ancient giants? Yes, 
I've got some of that in my film. Wow, nice. Yes, yes. I've now, got is, is this is this film. film already out? Uh, no, no. I'm just finishing it now. I've been invited, possibly, to premiere it in New Delhi. Mm-hmm. Because you know what's going on here in 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 the film industry is not much that I'd like to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I I did get some inquiries from Sony, but again, you know what Sony stands for? Hit me. Standard Oil of New York. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I doubt it would probably go in the closet. <laughs> mm. I haven't figured out how to distribute it because it's such an odd situation. Um, and I feel that my uh, my best bet is internationally mm-hmm. because of what's going on here. I mean, the theaters aren't open, um, and I don't necessarily... I think I would want to, you know, premiere it. There's a film festival in New Delhi, near New Delhi, that uh, I may... I just don't know yet. I haven't... Um, because of the situation is so strange, I haven't figured out exactly how I want to do it. It's a very different film, too. It's a very artistic film. What makes it artistic? Well, you know, all my books are fully illustrated, and, and there's a lot of artwork in it that each person... I mean, most of the Indian people that are in my book are artists mm-hmm. and um, that have a connection to the subject in their art. For instance, um, I'm working right now on, I don't know if you're familiar with, but the, the, the most famous Indian artist, woman artist, is Pablito Velarde. And her daughter was Helen Hardin, and Helen Hardin's daughter was Marguerite Bagshaw. And they were a dynasty of women that painted a spirit, did, kind of revealed some of the, the, the spiritual aspects of the teachings of the of the society in a higher dimensional way, you mm-hmm. know, talking about the ancestors, talking about the spirit beings, and and they all got kicked in the in the and she got kicked off the pueblo in the 1920s. As a matter of fact, I had a guy, a bunch of guys who were Vietnam veterans who were, had a dance group, and the leader of that dance group had experiences in Vietnam with, ex- with, with you know, ancient visitors. Mm-hmm. And then after Roswell happened, right after Roswell happened, a bunch of these veterans went out to Roswell and met beings, and they said that they spoke Tiwa mm-hmm. to them. They spoke their language. So I was going to go down there with the director at the time who passed away. That's why I ended up directing to the Pueblo to interview these guys. And they 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 went to the governor to say, we have a film crew coming down. And, and he told them that uh, if you do that interview, I'll see you in jail. And they had signed a compact after Roswell with the United States government not to talk about um, Roswell at all, any mm. of them. That's why it was so hard, because they had already agreed not to speak on this subject. Mm. Whether it be Roswell or any other interactions. You know, it was a t- there was a $10,000 fine for talking to extraterrestrials. It's a law. Mm. Are the extraterrestrials, or the, or the, uh, the uh, ancestors, are they the same as spirit beings, or is that two different, pe- two different no, entities? No, 
Well, there are spirit beings that are human, and then there's, there are extraterrestrials, which are extra human. You know, they're. So they're have you met these humans? Than us. Have you met these humans? Well, I've had a couple of experiences, I must say. I, they don't carry on long conversations. Mm-hmm. If you have any kind of a instructions that involve them, then they will tap you on the shoulder, but not often. Mm. You know, it's it's not like um, people who say, oh, yeah, I had this, and they told me this, and they told me... They don't do that. They just tell you what they, you need to do, and then that's it, mm-hmm. because they got to see if you're going to do it right. Mm. All right, we have this question for you. This says, uh, in, in old days, did Native Americans hold up their hand and say how and is how many fingers five or six like the nephilim gee i i i don't know i mean how who came up with that word that's an english word i don't know that this sounds a little <laughs> a little out there that's an english word i mean yeah no okay how okay. is not a dialect um <laughs> okay. of indigenous i think it's probably a tongue-in-cheek question there All i right. think that that's a hollywood term well there you go um Buffalo Bill wrote about encountering six-fingered giants. Did Native Americans have similar stories, and did they ever tame a Bigfoot? Well, I do have um, old, old drawings of Native Americans and giants in my film. Um, As far as taming a Bigfoot, um, I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, Do you believe there are portals? Well, first of all, I believe there's an inner earth, okay, and that's okay. one of the prophecies that comes up a lot in the future of the future. Okay, uh, uh, be it the Cree or the Lakota or some other peoples that, for instance, here where I live, you could walk from one of the pueblos in underground t- tunnels from, let's say. Uh, the San Adelfonso or possibly Santa Clara Pueblo oh. or Nambe, that area. Underground, you could walk all the way to Hopi mm-hmm. in wow. underground tunnels. So, who, who built those tunnels? I didn't ask. All but right. I can tell you that um, the Lakota prophecy says that they will be going back inside the earth, and so do a lot of them. Because it, uh, I had been told by some Cree, there's a star blanket clan up in Canada, in Saskatchewan, the Cree that I was working with, and um, they said that because of the nucle- nuclear issue that we will have to go back inside the earth like we did before, because this is what's happened four times. Mm-hmm. that we've had to go inside of the earth which is not accessible to anybody other than the people who are invited in there meaning you couldn't get the military in there they can't go in mm-hmm. it's it's in another dimensional wave you know that they cannot get in no matter as much science as they have mm-hmm. that's why they're hanging all up there in the antarctic because the opening to the portal up that goes all the way through is up in the North Pole, and that portal goes all the way through the planet to the other side. Wow. And there are beings and suns in there and woolly mammoths and Bigfoot and all of the creatures that 
they said when extinct, a lot of them went inside. Hmm. Wow. Uh, did the Great Spirit create the star ancestors? Well, Great Spirit is actually woman. Alrighty. Tell us about this one. Tell about this lady. Well, it's just that a lot of people. This woman is called Great Spirit, and she sits on the right hand side of the Creator because she is his favorite. If it's a he, you know. I mean, you presume that. The father is the he. Um, and man is to protect, is to carry the seeds and also to protect the great spirit, which is woman, and to protect the creator. Protect the creator from what? To protect the creator by, by guardianship of the earth and protecting the seeds to re- plant and recreate all the systems that need to be created for sustenance. And so that is what man's responsibility is, to protect the creator, to protect his teachings, to protect the instructions and the guidance, and is the guardian. Well, would that be the right word, protect? Would that be more like carrying out his will? Not really, no. It is also. It, it was said to me by, by a person who, an Indian person, is to protect, protect woman and protect the creator. Okay. Um, not that the creator can't protect himself, but that's not it. It's that to to defend the creator and to stand for the creator, and all of the beauty that the creator has given us on this planet, mm. which mm -hmm. without the tampering of humans would still be beautiful. No, no doubt about that. Uh, smoke C out of the live chat says, uh, Nancy, do you know the best way to counter inflammation with natural remedies? Well, yes. I mean, I, I do use turpentine. You know, yeah. that's from the 1840s. And mm -hmm. that was one of the remedies that the woman I served uh, used, and mm -hmm. so I used a, a, an 1840 uh, recipe that's still being bottled and still being, is still available. Yeah, I was aware of the use of turpentine, it seems kind of weird to me, but I do know that is a fact. Um, yeah, I take it orally. Okay, wow. Yeah. Uh, Doreen asked, uh, when will the end of this age be? I'm not sure that any human really knows that. Um, you know, I, it's, I mean, we're in it. We're at the end of the cycle. Mm -hmm. But how long that cycle lasts really depends on the people who, I guess... Does, does the end of the cycle end in catastrophe? It ends in a purification. You know, because in order for the... I mean, they're, they're literally destroying everything. They're destroying with the, the, the geo, you know, up above... Okay, right, right. With the aluminum and the barium, and it's right. killing my apple trees, and it's killing plants, and then it's not good for people either, and it's, you know, the earth is being devastated right now. Mm -hmm. But it, it is able to regenerate itself, and it will. It, 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 some, uh, an Iroquois man, a head man of, 
of the longhouse said to me, she's just going to stand up and lift her skirt up and shake it. Uh-huh. Because she is, the planet is feminine. It's a feminine planet. Alrighty. Um, what, what attribute does it have that makes you say that? What? What is the feminine attribute of the planet? Mother Earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Mother Earth as giving sustenance to its inhabitants? Well, it's a female, it's a mother culture. It's a mother, it's a mother culture of people. Mm-hmm. It's a mother planet. It is Mother Earth. Is this Mother Earth? It is, is a female, it's a female. Is, is Mother Earth married? To all her children. <laughs> To everything she creates, she's married. Okay. Does she have children? You know, you say Mother Earth, Father Sky. You know, Father Sky yeah. is Father. The, the Father is considered. Yeah. I say Father sky. Father Time too. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just just checking. Um, how do we move? This is from Mickey V. How do we move or accept the higher creation? Well, you mean, how, how do we move the higher creation? I'm not sure uh, I understand. The, the question, question says, how do we accept, well, I guess use the word accept a higher, I guess accept a higher creation or move into a higher, maybe a bi- higher vibration. I guess humility because you really can't, you can't go into a higher creation without being humble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big problem for a lot of people is that we've been through a material world led to believe we're greater than we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think humility is such a um, hard thing to grapple with, you know, to be humble. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for Americans because we've, we've had everything, you know, whether you're Indian or not. I mean, the Indians still drive new trucks, you know. <laughs> they got TVs, they got, you know, wow. they got all of it. And... Um, I got cell phones too. Be sensitive when you're plugged into the tech. Oh, wow! Alrighty, uh, this question here says, uh, "What is the significance of the great white and the great red buffalo?" One thing I do want to say about the um, uh, before we go there. Mm, yeah. One one thing that I did want to say about the because it is very inflammation. Also, curcumin and turmeric are probably one of the best things for inflammation. Okay. Um, you know, but it has to be taken, you have to eat it. You can't pop a pill of it. You have to actually eat it with a fat-soluble type, you know, like a carbohydrate or something mm-hmm. to really get it into your system. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people stop taking it is because they're not taking it uh, as a powder in their food. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm not really, really, I really am not, not too knowledgeable. I mean, I know the white buffalo calf woman who mm. came out of the clouds, by the way. Ooh, look at that. But I'm not really versed on delivering that prophecy accurately. I, right. I don't want to speak out of turn. Okay. All right. Azura says, Nancy, could the hypothesis that a higher dimension that one would encounter could actually be a demonic dimension? 
Well, it's, there's definitely a demonic. De- there is definitely a demonic dimension or demonic. Let's say, rather than demonic, I would say lost souls who are in limbo. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like where I live, I live on a four and a half acre farm, and underneath this, the land, there was a there were uh, battles here amongst Indians, actually, from the two different Pueblos. So there were a lot of burials, a lot of bones, a lot of relics, a lot of pottery and stuff like that. Those souls um, and spirits of those beings that were killed that way are restless, and sometimes they cause problems here in the house. So I have to smoke. There's certain things you can do. You smoke your house Mm -hmm. to to get them outside. And, of course, I do... Having studied with that woman uh, for so long, there's one route in particular, which is here in northern New Mexico. Of course, you've got a lot of witchcraft up here, and in Arizona as wow. well. There is witchcraft utilized. Um, there's a route that, that grows here, and that route can be burned at both ends, and it completely dispels any... Uh, of those spirits, those dark spirits, it, it forces them out. And I remember once I gave it to the same Yeska man up in South Dakota on Rosebud. He was doing a lodge, and he said mm-hmm. to burn it, and because it smells like perfume, it's really be really beautiful. And you have to burn it at both ends at the same time. And he said, "I did. I burned it in the lodge." He said, "But it got rid of every single spirit that I had in there." He said, so I had to burn something to bring, like osha, you know, bear root, which I I harvest here. Um, he said I had to burn the osha and, and the sage to get them to come back in. Hmm. When you say they bother you sometimes, aren't you talking about poltergeists? Yeah, they're, I mean, they'll do all sorts of stuff. I think they, um, a lot of times for me, it's like knocking, they'll knock things out of my hands that I have to, bend over and pick up. Wow. You know, like, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's hard to cope with because I never know when something's going to fly out of my hand and go on the floor. Wow. It's a very annoying. Do uh, mm-hmm. do, do dream catchers work? Yes. What, what do I they catch? they do, partic- yeah. particularly for babies. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they catching? Well, they're just supposed to protect the baby from any bad spirits. They're supposed to get caught in in the web, mm-hmm. kind of like a fish, kind of like a fish net. Okay, so you yeah. got you got a couple yeah, of bad spirits stuck in your spirit. in your you got a couple of bad spirits stuck in, in in there. Uh, how do you get them get them out of there? Well, I don't know because I've never I've never tried to do that. But I imagine if you take it outside and shake it, just shake them out. That's all you have, yeah. Okay. Get some light on it, sun. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, is the stomp dance still practiced today by any American Indian tribes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Seminoles, the Chuck, you know, most of the five civilized tribes are the ones that do practice the stomp dance. Um, this is from Peter Birdsall. says, Nancy, can you share any stories on who or what was in North America when the natives first came to the land in ancient times? 
Well, you would, you, tigers, lion, I mean, I think the elephants were here. I think that most of the, Af- uh, the animals that you see in Africa originated here. Mm. Okay. If you ever go on to Google search and you look up extinct animals, I just did a, I'm, I'm very involved with the buffalo situation right now mm-hmm. up in Montana because the governor of Montana, who is from New Jersey and is a billionaire, wants to call the last herd, and that's why I was trying to get a hold of Willie Nelson. The last herd of wild buffalo is up in Montana on Yellowstone National Park, and there's about 2,500 of them that, through DNA tests, prove that they are pure blood from the original buffaloes. The governor of Montana, who's from New Jersey, he's a billionaire who just poached a wolf and killed it and got a warning yesterday, um, wants to call them extinct and remove them. That means there'll be no more wild buffalo, pure buffalo. Not not the ones you buy in the supermarket because they're mixed with cows, but these are the last ones. And so we are trying, I'm trying to get people to write the governor and say, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because my great-grandfather on the English side, my great-grandfather was John Burroughs. He married a, a Cherokee. And that Cherokee was my great-grandmother. Okay, he was married again, and he was the first American naturalist writer. He and Teddy Roosevelt went out to Yellowstone and created Yellowstone as the National Preservation Act for the Buffalo. Now, this guy from New Jersey is trying to kill the last of the last, call them extinct. And so I'm trying to get people, and if anybody could... Could would be interested, I can give you, I can email you the governor's email to write him and tell him not to do this because mm-hmm. he's violating the, the, the Preservation Act, the National Preservation Act for the Wild Buffalo. Yeah, it sounds... They so, just, they kill him, they attack him, they hang him upside down, they hate him. They hate him. It sounds like the, the, the white man's not only sneaking up on the Indians still, he's sneaking up on the, the last herd of buffalo. That's right, and you kill the buffalo, next is the Indians, you know? Well, um, so if anybody's interested in, in contact, you know, just putting in, just we just need as many people emailing him as possible mm-hmm. to tell him not to do it, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll send his email to you. Yeah, he sounds like a woke tard. All right, uh, Melanie Petals says, Nancy, have you heard of St. Germain legend and Nessara? Yeah, I, I have heard about it. I did have a, a dealing with it a number of years ago. Um, I was approved for, to, for funding for three films, one with Leonard. I was executive producer of a, of a film about Leonard Peltier. Um, they, they, I mean, he, I was invited to be the executive producer. I got the financing for it through the Nasara Act from Malaysia, because that's where all that gold is hidden. And mm. I don't know about any Washington, D.C. Nasara. I know about the Nasara related to the Black Eagle Trust that Kennedy signed. And so that that is the money, I believe, from the San Germain Trust that is supposed to go to humanity. It's not the money that's supposed to go to your universal basic income. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. I was approved for $7 million, so there is funding in there. And then the next thing they did is um, remove the president of Malaysia, put him in an army base, and he passed away there. 
But he never revealed where the gold is hidden. Nobody knows except for a few people mm-hmm. uh, that it's you know that don't talk. Well, somebody pointed out in the live chat that maybe one of the reasons they want to kill that herd of buffalo is for the carbon footprint. I don't know if you're aware, but it slipped out during the um, uh, presidential debates uh, during during those months. Uh, this person named AOC uh, said that uh, in her Green New Deal that one of the things they want to do is eliminate meat. I know. Uh, and so that same sounds to me like this is going along. Everything, every whacked out thing they ever imagined that they said, oh, this we, we said it, but we really don't believe it, is what they're rolling out right now. I know. So, and that's why on the Hopi Prophecy Rock, it, it they call them the two-hearted. Okay, I call them Doug, they, they, fork they tongue bastards. Is what I call them. What? I call them fork tongue bastards. That's right. They're the there's two kinds of people. The Hopi say the one hearted, and the two hearted. And the two hearted have a different path than the one hearted. The one hearted were told to follow the Creator and bring your planting stick, and that's all I have. And if you want to follow my ways in the spiritual path, then you follow me, and that's what I have. Mm-hmm. And then. There's another group of people called the Two-Hearted, and they're on the line above, on the rock, uh, above the One-Hearted, and they're, but their heads are not attached to their bodies, and they are moving into oblivion. So they will, they will self-terminate. Well, that's good news there. Well, what about this? Oh, they, pl- they're definitely going to self-terminate, and they're not that far away. Yeah. But unfortunately, if they think that they're going to self-terminate, they want to take everybody with them. Well, I was, that's what I always say about people who believe in abortion. Once you do a, re, you know, to them, I say, once you do a retro abortion on yourself and, and prove your allegiance to that philosophy. But when you say planting, what do you, what do you mean planting? Planting what? Like planting corn. Okay, because so now corn I, is the food of creation. Okay, in so, many, many, almost all tribes. Okay, so corn I, is the food of creation, so okay. that you can pray with it and you can eat it. Yeah, you can yeah. have corn pollen prayers, and you can also survive with corn there's a lot of things you can do with corn well i know i know that the uh the indians bailed out the uh the uh, the, the puritans uh and the pilgrims by teaching them how to plant corn so there would be something to that now i'm a planting fool myself i've been planting i mean i've been planting raspberries strawberries blackberries blueberries this tr- fruit tree i mean a, a veritable cornucopia of things and herbs and such myself. So now does Good. that does does that mean I'm single hearted? It means you're a one hearted, yeah. Okay, I'm a planting fool, so I guess I'm hearted. Where I'm, where are you? Well, uh, what state are you in? Uh, in the middle of Indiana. Okay, you're in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, that's um Real? Yeah, that's a that's an area they like to flood out, huh? <laughs> they want to take away all the all the farms. Well, well there are a lot of farms are disappearing in Indiana, but now one one I know. one thing is supposedly Indiana or Indianapolis was named because Indiana had the most amount of different Indian tribes in the very beginning. I don't know if that's true. That's just what they say. Well, uh, the Dakota Empire went all the way to Minnesota and Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how would America look with a Cherokee chief for president? Well, at this point, 
I don't know. Um, because the whole system is so corrupt, it wouldn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, because it's it's being run by a foreign entity. It's not being run by the people who stand up and talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're getting their instructions from a foreign entity. Do so I don't think it would make any difference. It would be, it would probably be a good thing if it if things weren't the way they are. Mm-hmm. But at this rate, anybody who goes into that that system is compromised. Mm-hmm. and gets compromised if they're not already compromised, because mm-hmm. that's how they get bills passed. Bribery. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein taught us that. Mm. Yeah. And he hey, had a ranch here. And he, di- he didn't kill himself either. No, he didn't. He's in a hot tub in Israel. You got a couple one-liners here and there. Well, you know, I'm part Sephardic, okay? I'm not, mm. I'm not full-blood Indian. Okay. I'm Sephardic English and and Indian, uh, so I do have a little bit of vaudeville in me. Okay. Well, I I I like to I like to be an Indian in spirit. Um, what steps must I take? Well, what to path be an must Indian I walk? In spirit. Yeah, I'm gonna well, be. Well, I think you're doing what uh, the most important thing, which is planting. I mean, if you're planting all that food, then mm-hmm. then you're in the spirit. Because mm. the spirit goes back to the earth, mm. you know, and it goes to to the sky, Father Sky, Mother Earth, mm-hmm. and that's that. That was what we were taught by the ancestors that came from the stars, is how to function in this world. Because mm. evidently we don't know how. Mm. Well, I, d- I didn't know that uh, all the planting I've been doing in my drive to plant. I mean, I'm, I'm driven to plant. I mean, every time I go to Walmart, I want I, w- I want to rescue all the uh, trees that are being starved to death because they're not even watering, they're usually laying over. I want to rescue them, but I didn't know that there was a spiritual context to that. Well, it's a living medicine. Those are mm-hmm. living meta. I mean, you you'll you'll stay healthier mm-hmm. eating what you grow than you will buying anything mm-hmm. from the store these days. Mm-hmm. You I- know, because look at everything. And the one thing now is, is of course, a greenhouse because you got to protect it from what comes down from the sky. Well, well I'm also a beekeeper. Do I get do I get You're any? You're kidding. Ex- You're a beekeeper too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How do- old are you? I can't say on this show. People think I'm <laughs> people think I'm only thirty nine. I'm staying right there. You must be pretty young to if you're doing that much planting because I <laughs> I'm having a hard time. Well, well, I'm just wondering, do I get any extra spiritual credit for that? <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, thanks, Nance. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, just don't forget to take a little bit of food and 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 if you have any relatives that have passed away, just leave some strawberries out for them because oh, okay. they still like to eat in spirit form. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, you spirit, gotta feed the spirits. You know, spi- leave a little coffee. Leave a little. Spirits little, gotta eat. Sometimes they like a little alcohol. Wow! Party. Put it in a cup. Buy their picture. Put a couple mm-hmm. strawberries in there, and sometimes you wake up in the morning and mm-hmm. everything's gone. Hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that's Bigfoot. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do know. I do know. Spirits gotta eat, but it sounds to me like you say that they like to partay. Well, you know, they like to eat, you know, and they like to be remembered. Okay. I mean, if you don't put anything out for them, it's like a little flower. You know, that's mm-hmm. what altars are. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do you uh, walk around the ground in bare feet? Yeah. Okay. I walk outside in bare feet as much as I can, but I got prickers here because, mm-hmm. you know, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, I do. I mean, I, I have, I wore moccasins all winter long, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what star do you think humans have the most connection to? I don't know, but but as indigenous people, we have the connection to the Pleiades, mm-hmm. um, which is a you know is more than a star; it's a, a galaxy, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have uh, you have Cherokee in your background? Yes, I'm Cherokee and Anishinaabe. I'm enrolled with Red Lake um, through Cherokee relatives of mine that are also Anishinaabe. Um, so it wasn't going to be possible for me to go into Cherokee because of Bonnie Parker. Mm-hmm. The the know? the lineage, the, the the progeny, the the offspring of those who were on the Trail of Tears, have they do have they inherited any sort of damage from that? And is there a healing that needs to even today take place as a result of that? Well, yeah. I mean, in my family, my family ended up in Oklahoma from right. North Carolina. Right. You know, that's where that's where they they ended up. So that's split up because those are two separate reservations. Well, it, what I'm saying is if if they if they if those ancestors is it necessary for them to through their life to go through some sort of healing process as a result of the damage that was inflicted upon them? Or is that just was their ancestors and, and it, nothing transferred up through the line? Well, I think it, it tra- travels through the DNA, you know, whether or not, you know, generations down, it's still traumatized, you know. It's a, tr- it's a, it's a trauma of the spirit. And so even if you weren't alive during that time, it got passed down through, you know, the, your generations above you, mm-hmm. and so that trauma is still. So did the, I think? I think most Americans have PTSD, whether they're Indian or not, because this is a traumatic. You can't go through being raised in America and not be traumatized. Think about it. You know, it'd be yeah. nice if it wasn't that way, but it it's that way mm. because war is profit, and so there's always trauma, always trauma here. Why can't we have a peaceful world? Because the people who are running it make their money from killing us. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a business. Mm. Um, There's a lot of money in, 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 in killing, and that's why you keep creating wars, you know, you, for ultimate, ultimate reasons. Uh, what do Indians say about the Georgia Guidestones? Uh, most of them don't know about the Georgia Guidestones. What would be? What do you think is the next uh, worldwide event to happen? What what are what are the what are the star ancestors prophesy for the future? What's the next thing that we'll know is a fulfillment of those prophecies? I'm waiting for the earthquake, the horseshoe earthquake that starts in Washington, state of Washington, comes all the way down and crosses. Hopi divides it in two, goes up the East Coast, and completely rearranges um, the way America looks because the Great Lakes are going to dump into the Mississippi, kind of like what Edgar Casey was talking about. Mm-hmm. What, what's that? 
that's to me is the cleansing. Mm. I think that's as much, and it's it's not just America. This mm-hmm. is a, a, a worldwide, it's going to affect everything. Not by their hand, because right now they're, they're with the weather technology, of course, mm-hmm. they're able to look what's going on. Well, look well, what's uh, going on in Malaysia. Look what's going on mm-hmm. in Indonesia. Well, uh, look what's, you know, in the Sahara. Uh, the, the weather modification is out of war. It's mm-hmm. totally a... Well, totally I'd, I'd like to. Wild. I'd like to. I'd like to see some cleansing in uh, San Francisco and the porn industry in L.A. And yeah, it's, it'll be gone. So, one of the other things that the Hopi said, and this was one of their most dire uh, warning, you know, because they don't like to scare people. You know, when mm-hmm. they make, when any anybody makes a prophecy, you try to be as subtle as you can, unless you're Nostradamus. But mm-hmm. um, was that that they said that with the yellow man, the yellow race, would come in two ways. First, if the yellow race comes and brings teachings like Tibetan Buddhism and mm-hmm. all of the Hindu, and, you know, not that the Hindus are yellow people, they're mm-hmm. not, but I'm talking about those kind of teachings. If those teachings were accepted by America and utilized that there was would be hope for America. But if they don't accept those teachings and keep those teachings intact, um, then the yellow man, they call him the red hat, red cloak people, would come from the West, mm. and they would show no mercy. And, hey, I think they're here. Are you talking about Qing, Pao, and Ming Ding and them people? I'm talking... Yeah, I'm talking about China uh, coming mm-hmm. from the West with no mercy. Yeah, I can see that. They, they're, they're definitely not known for any kind of mercy. Nope, and that's that That was what the Hopi felt was the biggest threat to hmm. humanity bigger here than, in America. Bigger, bigger than the China. white man, huh? The red hat, red cloak people coming from the West, not from the East. You know, they were mm-hmm. saying if they come from the East, they'll bring teachings. Meaning it's the same, but they're differentiating between... The military and the spiritual. Are there alien craft uh, in Earth orbit? Are there what? Alien craft in Earth orbit? I I would assume so. I mean, I know that the Cree told me that they they were they had come into the lodge up in Saskatchewan. The the beings, mm-hmm. you know, if they come if they come to you like visually, it's usually in a ceremony, you know, with other with people, and they're this particular group was a, a star blanket clan mm-hmm. and they came in there and they had on uniforms they told me wow. military uniforms mm-hmm. and they they were very upset about the weather modification mm-hmm. very upset and that they weren't going to tolerate it for very long mm-hmm. that's all they told me because i wasn't there you know i wasn't with them when it happened mm-hmm. and that's all they told me because you know they they're very brief do do, and, more, do more of them come if you happen to be taking peyote well, peyote doesn't do that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, peyote, you don't have that, you know, you would have more of an experience with mushrooms like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know if, if the, the the star people see if you're taking some peyote or mushrooms that maybe all of a sudden you're going to st- start seeing ant people and stuff like that. Um. Well, I don't, I don't, you know, the ant people are the Egyptians, really. Really? 
and, and would the ant people also be considered insectoids? I don't think they are. I think they're human. Mm. I mean, the ant people is a term mm-hmm. for an actual human, as far as I as far as I see mm. it. I know they talk about the ant people, but I think they cloaked some information in that term because the Hopi came out of the Grand Canyon, and when they came out of the Grand Canyon, what was in the Grand Canyon was all the Egyptian artifacts. Hmm. Um, Melanie Petal says, do you tell people the healing benefits of earthing and grounding? I can testify for myself. It helps the body, mind, and spirit. I I believe in it 100%. What is the actual methodology of that is is, is, is the, the the body connects with the earth and it like draws it out add stuff yeah it's like people who are tree huggers and stuff like that mm-hmm. um you know some people i live on a farm so okay. all i have to do is go outside to connect you know i mean do you have animals i don't have i don't have uh chickens and goats and all of that i do have animals but i don't what it what I have is the same thing you have is is garden fruits mm-hmm. and a lot of wild medicine because I make I use a lot of the medicine that grows wild and make tinctures here mm-hmm. for people so I use the herbs that are wild wild crafted nice. is what I have is you, what I do have you ever been visited by inner earth people the inner earth people not not that i know of <laughs> i don't remember them ever they're out there where they you... i did have an experience out in hahokia you know the hahokia mounds right uh, not familiar in ohio the hopewell oh yeah yeah, mounds, yeah. okay yeah the great mm-hmm. mound culture mm-hmm. well the mounds that we see at hopewell were really just the gate to 16 acres of pyramids that's what was there mm-hmm. that they destroyed. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a revisionist historian because we haven't been getting the right history. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want people to know that the pyramids were there in Ohio, and that those mounds were just the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, now we got some mounds here in Indiana in uh, in Anderson. Uh, that's right. And, and you the- also have a are you near Illinois? Uh, no, right in the middle of the state, no. so no. Okay. But I've been through that state. there was a cave in Illinois where they found uh, plates, golden gold plates with Cleopatra's name on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when, I, when I go through Illinois, I can't wait to get out of that state. <laughs> so I try, to, try yeah. to stay away. But that was interesting information that you just gave us right there. Um, uh, May 777 says... Nancy, what message has the star people given to your ancestors? Well, from, from, I'm trying to think how I can, you know, solidify it into one statement. Um, The instructions really, I would say, boil down to the base of how to take care of the planet. The animals are not here to serve us. We are supposed to take care of the animals. Okay. And then everything that grows alive, we are supposed to. And, and, and humanity is chosen to go with the, the material world, 
which takes mm-hmm. us away from that. And futuristically speaking, they want to merge the material world with the human world. And that goes very much against the teachings of the ancestors. Hmm. That doesn't mean you can't benefit from technology because they have technolo- they don't have to come here. They can deep they can disassemble their molecular structure and convert a particle to a wave or a wave to a particle via the pineal gland of the human brain. That's why they want to plug that that thing way up in your you know, your nose, mm-hmm. up to your pineal right. just to destroy Is that. What I thought they tried that is them. our time travel uh, trunk, you know. You don't want anybody putting anything up there near where your pineal gland is because that is how you time travel. And we have the ability to time travel. Not everybody does. Mm. Have, you, have you time traveled? And that's travel? why they have to convert everything to machines because they are they're six-strand DNA. Most melanated people are 22-strand DNA. 22 strands. The people who are in the material third dimension running the world and wanting to merge humanity with science are only six-strand DNA. They're very inferior. Wow. Did not they know. cannot time travel. They cannot do any of that. Hmm. And so we can. That's why they have to merge with a machine to go into space. <laughs> but we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Have because you, we have the ability to departicalize and time travel. That's in our pineal gland. That's that's part of our. That's mm-hmm. why they want the DNA. It's twenty-two strands. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you time traveled? Oh yeah, I mean, I've time traveled. Forward or backward? Forward. And what did you see in the future? Well, what I saw is why I ended up doing these, this, this project. I saw um, when I was a child, I had a reoccurring nightmare, and it lasted for years, and it was the same one, the same one. I would leave my body, travel through space. I would come to a planet, and I didn't know what planet it was. It was just lo- filled with garbage everywhere, garbage everywhere. And it was a nightmare. And then the next thing I knew, I would be be pulled into a white light and end up right back in my bed. See, I've had medicine people work on me and lift my body off the ground with eagle feather to get a doctoring. Wow. Up in Canada. That's the kind of abilities I'm talking about that exist. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they don't want. They don't even want us. Because those abilities they don't have. So they have to destroy that so that they can have their own mm-hmm. God that they determine it, what kind it of God does, they have. It does seem there's this effort to merge humans with machine, transhumanism. That's where they're going. That's what they want. And That's is that because we could all, all be That's wired in? getting an operating system. Mm-hmm. And we'd all not be wired a, in the system. Not medicine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It isn't going to work. That's all I know. It's so, not going to work. So what you're saying is Bill Gates ain't that smart. Oh, I don't think he's that smart. I, I don't think any of them are that smart. They're just working for someone else. And who is that? Well. Who, who's who's the man behind the curtain, Nancy? 
Huh? Who's the man behind the curtain? Or is it well, a demon? It's the people. It's 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 foreign. It's it's a group of, that are of foreign people. You know, we're run by a foreign entity. I mean, the United States of America was incorporated already a long time ago. The United States of America is a corporation. Australia is a corporation. Mm-hmm. Israel is a corporation. They're all listed in Dun and Bradstreet. Mm-hmm. Their are taxes. You can go to the International Tax Treaty, and you can find that uh, North Korea resides in Washington, D.C., because it's North Korea is a corporation. So we lost our Constitution, and we lost everything. Mm-hmm. When they incorporated, it's the United States of America Incorporated. Right. You know that. Yeah. Because you have that lady on, you know, you have, um, what's her name? She's got all the paperwork on that, the corporation. It was incorporated in 1925. Mm. Um, she's been on your show. Oh, what's her name? I saw it up on the top. Anyway, um, she, uh, she has the documentation. Yeah, I know. You, I know you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. De- Deborah Tavares. Yeah, Deborah. She's got all the document. I have the doc. I have the. I have the um, incorporation papers. The whole thing. Well, I say the corporation needs to be abolished. Well, they said they said recently that they dissolved the corporations, and I'm not sure if that's true or not. But they had announced that they resolved. They dissolved, but according to Australia. There, Australia is incorporated in Washington D.C. Hmm. It's all under a corporation. The the first day that Joe bite me, S T O L E in the presidency, uh, he banned the Dakota XL pipeline, and, and I'm thinking that Native Americans stood to make a lot of money from that. Are, is there any resentment up there about that kind of thing? Oh, he, it didn't stop. There, I just got an email from them up there at the Lakota, Lakota Law Firm, and um, they're still doing it because they couldn't come. They had to do a assessment, environmental assessment, and and until that is done and the judge approves it one way or another, they're still they're doing it right now. I just got an email from them. I can. Really? Uh, I can forward it to you if you want to see oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forward it to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they're they're piping right now. No, that's good to know. That's that's a that's a uplifting moment right there. I didn't expect to hear. Yeah, yeah, I know. You th- you think they weren't doing it, but no, they've been doing it all along, and they were just anticipating. They're even complaining that Biden isn't um, responding to them. Up well, on standing. See, I just don't uh, like the way my, the my firm. I don't like the way my Indian brother is being treated. I know. Well, you know they do want to do away with oil. Yeah, that goes That's back to the Green New Deal. Plan. Yeah, so so the 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 buffalo the buffalo buffalo can get hit in the head with a with a windmill. Yeah. I mean, these guys are nuts. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but, but you're right. Um, well, Nancy, we're getting near the end here. Uh, got a couple minutes left. Anything you'd like to say about your upcoming movie, your website, anything like that? You go right ahead. Well, not. I mean, you know, the StarAncestorsFilm.com. If anybody wants to get a hold of me, any questions about anything, and um, it will be announced on the website um, where the first, you know, premiere will be. I just, I don't know if I'm going to go stream it. You know, it's just the censorship. I don't want to have any problems in that mm-hmm. respect. So that's why I was 
um, looking overseas because I would ha- yeah. have much easier time in India. Mm. Yeah, uh, at least premiering it and bringing it back like Jimi Hendrix, you know. Yeah, I, I like India, man. They're 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 they're, a, they're always uplifting, up, upbeat people. It seems like. Yeah, especially the Sikhs. You know, the farmers—they're really giving them um, some trouble. You know, because they're they're the Sikhs are different than the Hindus. But the farmers are Sikhs, mm. and they're the warriors, really. Yeah, I got I got to ask him about the cows walking around New Delhi. Uh, well, Nancy, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. What did you think about the interview? How'd it go for oh, you? Oh, I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Okay. I really enjoy uh, I really enjoyed um, spending time with you and your guests, your 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 people asking really good questions, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we do it again sometime. Okay, I appreciate it, and we'll have you back on again sometime. How about that? That'd be great. Okay, Nancy, stay safe and keep keep uh, gardening and Mother Earth and keep planting. You too. Thank right. you very much. You bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was-